What up, though? Welcome back to I'm Growing Man. It's your man, John D. In the building. So I decided to create an episode and try to give an analysis of my experience this school year. I think overall, kids are kids, right? No matter where you go. Um, I think there's definitely a culture shock when it comes to kids' behaviors and the way that the way that we want to support those students. And I think there's a disconnect between teachers' expectations on being able to be successful in those environments. So I also did an analysis of myself. I realized that I'm really good at creating relationships. I'm really good at uh, getting students to buy in, but the pedagogy of actually teaching a subject, I just, I never, it never developed. So I still did like fairly average, maybe above average, but I know that I could have done way better if I had that aspect. So there's a different language when teaching that information, but you can do well if you have a teacher that can create a relationship with a kid because they'll work harder for you. Now you can be somebody with great pedagogy, but if you don't create the relationships with the kids, they won't work any harder than they would with any other teacher. So it's like, you have to like create those relationships. And if you can't do it, it's just, at the end of the day, it's a culture difference. Because as a kid, I, you know, I often try to think about what I would think about during that age. I would love for a teacher that took a liking to me and said, hey, I see some potential in you. You should do this, you know, but I didn't have that. And it was like me just out here trying to uh, figure it out. So I was like, I want to be the um, the mentor or the, the teacher, the favorite teacher. So this year I accepted a, a personal challenge with myself on becoming a better teacher when I'm trying to like get students to excel in math. So I don't really know what that looks like, but I really want all of them to smash their last year's uh, test scores. So I got I've, I've been given the opportunity to help co-teach with another teacher that's, that has great pedagogy skills. So I get the, and I've already seen things that I can already improve in my classroom. So I'm excited about that. I also realized that adults have, have, we all have problems, but the way you handle your problems, it'll come out in your teaching. We have adults that like yell. We have some great students. I want y'all to know this. We have some really great students because these adults, they yell just like any other teacher. But some of them, you know, the way that they talk, it's a little sharper than you would like. You know what I'm saying? Some of these kids are just calm and say, I'm sorry, and it won't happen again. And that was awesome because at the end of the day, you have to learn how to deal with whoever they put in front of you. They had enough information to make any kid successful. But if the, the teacher doesn't have the best communication skills, I'm trying to show students how to bypass all of that and try to get the meat of the, what they're talking about. If you can make your most unfavored teacher your favorite teacher, I told him I was like, it, it changes the dynamics of the classroom. Like it makes you think like, like, what do you want out of the classroom? And me trying to convince these students 
how to think and how to approach adults who may not have the best communication practices. I think it's making them overall a lot more polished than the adults that we're talking about. At such a younger age, they're aware that some adults don't know how to communicate effectively. And when you can recognize that, it's easier for you to respond because you can see that that's an area that they need to work on. And if you know somebody need to work on something, you kind of like raise back. But a lot of times we kind of get we get caught up in how old they look and thinking that they're supposed to have a set of skills that they never even mastered. So when you get kids to recognize that they have teachers that are smart enough to teach them the material, but they're not good in communication and they look past that, these students are way past the game, way past the game. They can remove the nonsense. Like, just imagine if you were a kid and you started recognizing that everybody don't have the best communication skills. You would respond differently. And if you didn't, that means you're not mature enough to receive the message that this person is immature in communication. If you want to go back and forth, but think about it. Who wants to communicate with somebody that wants to argue all the time? If you can't realize why you're arguing, then you guys are talking about two different things, most likely, because you guys are probably most likely friends, colleagues, something. You got something in common where you're talking. Why are you disagreeing on anything? Like you can say what's your favorite and it's opinions. But at the end of the day, like it shouldn't destroy any type of relationship that you have. And I'm seeing that if I can help students communicate better and recognize who's talking to them, They're going to make better decisions. They're not going to allow the way that people talk to them offend them unless they feel threatened. And the only way you can feel threatened is if you feel threatened. But at the end of the day, like if you kind of disengage with somebody who's yelling, you're the most mature person in the room. Because I'm going to tell you, when you do that, everybody's looking at you like, how did you do it? And what you're going to do is you're going to create an energy that says, I don't have to argue with people that don't know how to communicate. Because if anybody raises their voice at you and you didn't do anything, it had nothing to do with you. But we have to learn that because a lot of people feel like somebody's disrespecting them because they raised their voice at them. Some people really just talk like that. And some people feel like they need to learn how to talk when they're talking to you. But you're not the best communicator if you haven't realized that this person is a poor communicator. And it's preventing you from growing because if you ever intertwine with somebody that could get out of hand, then that just shows you where you are in your communication skills. Because nobody gets out of the bed looking for a fight. I hope not. And if you are, I'm sorry you had to go through whatever you went through to feel like you got to live like that. Because that has got to be a tough life to live. So I'm sending all my love. And if it's anything I could do to help you get out of that, get at me. Because at the end of the day, I want to help anybody that's willing to receive some good information. Because I'm telling you, if you believe in yourself, you can do any and everything. I'm like at the point where I enjoy my day-to-day like throughout the day, looking for ways to help other people just know that they're that special. I appreciate you. That's my intent. I want to show people that if you do things on purpose, things change for you. But you got to believe in yourself that you can do it every day. You got to create a routine of habits that can only benefit you. Because if you play that game that you got to have this or have that, 
you're you're selling yourself short. And I know everybody's not going to receive the message. I'm comfortable with that. But I want you to know my object is to give them to all the students. I know people my age is not going to receive the message. They feel like they live most of their life and they're going to keep doing what they do. That's cool. But the information is there. And I'm telling you where I am now, I can't do nothing but try to master communication so that I can give this message and show other people that the quality of life can increase whatever fold you want. Like, check this out. Yesterday, you know, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning to do my routine and I go to work and uh, we got curriculum night. So I'm like, probably about two o'clock, I'm feeling like I'm tired. And I'm like, I just kind of like got mad at a student. And I was like, what the heck? I really got mad at a student. And I'm like, am I lying to myself? Like, am I not? Like, what's going on? Like, am I tired? Am I being fake to people? You know what it was? I forgot to eat. I was tired. <laughs> and I was just like, man, I just forgot. You know, I'm, I'm intermittent fasting. So I normally just eat when I get home if I don't take my lunch. And I, I rarely take my lunch. So I'm cool with that. I got a little program, but I had curriculum night and my body was just running down and I had like a little health bar and something that was unhealthy. But I realized my energy picked back up, but I was like, oh, I can't do that because, and that's another thing. Like if you're not taking care of your body, you like, you can't give the kids what they need at that time. You giving them like, you draining your battery out. So you got to make sure that you're eating correctly so that they can get the best version of you. And watching the teachers, they want to help. I know that. You know, you don't you don't just come working with some kids if you don't want them to win. But when there's like the language difference and the expectations of behaviors, like there's a disconnect. And I think with me, the reason why things have worked out favorably for me, because I think students understand me, you know, and when I say they understand me is because they know that they can get mad and raise their voice. And I'm just going to question them like, what's going on? Like, I know it's not me. Like, I'm talking to them like that. You know, like, I want students to know, like, you know, we're all learning to become better communicators. All of them say it's easy to talk to me because I know that when they start talking reckless, it's not for me. And I don't overreact because at the end of the day, they're kids. And, and I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but I'm a lot better than I've ever been. I'm so much better that I want people to get better in communication because I told, I did there's this, this lady yesterday I was speaking to. She said she's going to school to be a teacher. I said, I'm going to tell you this, perfect communication. If you can perfect communication, you're going to make all of your lessons that much better because the message won't be lost. Watch. There's a student in a class in my, in my class and she says she wants to be a, um, a teacher. And I said, hey, if you want to be a great teacher, perfect communication. Always get better in communication. She said, I'm a poor communicator. I said, well, now you have something to work toward. And this is what I think a good communicator is. A good, a great communicator. A great communicator knows his audience with basic questions and will not overreact on anything, even if he missays something. He miss he makes mess and messes up with whatever that could possibly trigger the person. Like he's able to catch that and say, Hey, did I say something that could have possibly offended you? Because you know, sometimes I just talk and you know, I'm meeting people. You've already disarmed the other person. And, and the, this is what I'm saying. I don't have this. <laughs> I'm working on it. When I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I really 
have so many books on communication and I'm just like, these are the things that I'm taking, right? And I'm like, okay. So I think a person that can really just make things can, people enjoy talking to them and it never feels like it's going to get out of hand. Like I remember, I always know I was going to get into some type of going back and forth and looking back, it just showed me how immature I was and how poor of a communicator I was. Frankly, like I was always arguing. Oh, that's just John. You know, John got to win. But now I can see the kids who are like that. And I'm like, hey, let's work on this communication thing. You know, a lot of kids, their communication comes from their parents. You know, so if their parents didn't further their education, they're talking to the same people. So their kids ceiling can only go as far as their parents until they get to the school. And that's where teachers come in hand. Like, depending on where we've walked, where we come from, this is what we're trying to do. Trying to create a different vision for your kids to say, you can see further than this. And depending on who the teacher is, they can reach so many people. And people will do things because that teacher said something. And that's my point. I want to become that good in communication where I can say, hey, this is the reason why these things happen. If you do these things, these things will happen. And they understand, like they can make a a decision in their head. Like most of the time kids mess up because they didn't understand what they were doing. They were influenced by their environment because they didn't trust their parents. If you don't have a really good relationship with your kids, your kids are getting, they're making a decision based on their environment they live in. That's another thing as a parent, I realized, you know, you know, I got friends that say your kids are going to do what they're going to do no matter how you raise them. They are. Our kids are going to do whatever they're going to do. But we give them the best information we can so that they can avoid the traps that guide us, some of us, or to avoid some of the other traps that people get. Like if you don't give them that information, they can get caught in a trap. So at the end of the day, if your kids get caught in a trap that you told them about, they lost it. You did something, you practicing bad behaviors, you're doing something. And I'm calling everybody out because I'm holding myself accountable too. Because at the end of the day, our kids are our reflection. And if we can't put them in a better situation to prosper and live a better life, it's not even fair. I'm not jumping on anybody, but I just feel like if you want your kids to succeed, you have to do more. And I'm not saying buy them anything. Just be present. You know, it's hard. I know because I'm telling you, it was hard for me. Like, you know, just being around my kids. But now, like, I enjoy being around them. If you don't enjoy being around your kids all the time, you haven't done it enough because there's a there's a there is a a amount of time you can spend with your kids that you will enjoy what they have to say because you've engaged that much. They've learned so much about you. They know how to ask you questions where you could just talk for hours. Crazy. And, you know, the reason why I'm saying this is because. A lot of the older people I've spoken with say, enjoy the time with your kids because when they leave, it's over. Like your kids, you're going to see them like once a year, depending on where they live. You know what I'm saying? Once a month, you know, stuff like that. But it's not it's not often anymore. They're going to be their own people. So you want to make sure you give them as much information as possible so they don't get caught up in the traps. They can make you proud because you put them in a position to win. So. When you send your kids to school, 
That's what you're hoping the teachers are going to do for your kids. Give your kids eyes that you can't give. But at the end of the day, they want your eyes. You have to be there because it's more than just providing a home and providing food. It's the engagement. It's to like let them be able to ask questions without them feeling like they're going to get in trouble for asking them. Because if they if you they can't ask you, they're going to ask somebody. And if they don't ask anybody, they're getting the answers from themselves. And you know they don't know anything. So I'm telling you. You have to put yourself in a position to make them trust you enough to share that they can be vulnerable with you. And a lot of you will snap if they say something crazy. Again, they know it. So most of the times your kids get in trouble and it's too late because you you thought you were doing something that you weren't. You allowed them to get information from their peer group. None of them smarter than you, but they scared of you. You scared them into being so scared they wouldn't come for you for help. You know, that's look. My father did that to me. I just got lucky. I've seen a lot of people get caught in traps because their fathers did not give them the correct information. My father did not give me the correct information. I was just blessed. But the information I have now, my son, he knows how important sex is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm telling anybody else kids about participating in it. I just say, hey, you should do it when you're responsible enough to take care of yourself. Without your parents' help. That's whenever it comes up, you know, because kids, they make poor decisions because they don't have anybody but their environment to tell them what's right and wrong. And I tell you, like, a lot of you guys, like, you believe in God. You need to find God. And I'm not telling you what to do. But a lot of times we just believe in what people tell us. God is more than just some scriptures. Like, you have to, like, got to find them on purpose. And I, and I don't think people understand that. I think it's more like a, a way of living or something. You know, like God is deeper than scriptures because it was definitely around before people started writing. But I'm just saying I need you guys to, to really consider becoming better parents on purpose, not just providing. And stop getting these kids all these expensive name brand stuff. You can't afford it. Like I couldn't afford it and I made more money than you. And I'm trying to figure out why y'all fresher than me. It didn't, it don't even make sense. Like, I don't know what we doing. We watching uh, too much television. But at the end of the day, like if you can't like, and this is the thing, you you make your kids think that you can afford it. So that's they ceiling. They was like, okay, my parents did this. I can wear this. They're going to be struggling for the rest of their life. If y'all don't stop fronting, you can't afford all of that. And you hoping that your kid figures it out. Like at the end of the day, stop it because you're just you're caught in the cycle. I see more people living, living real bad. Y'all can do better. So y'all make today better than yesterday. Don't worry about anything you can't control. G-A-T-A, get after that action or the action will get after you. Be great on purpose. Boom. Boom.